Hey guys, welcome back to another Eagle News podcast here at the Eagle News Podcast Network. Today's show is a special show where we're going to sit down with a young adult author. Her name is Margaret Peterson Haddix. I'm going to be on the show today with Arnav and Ella. So before we get this show started today, make sure you check out our archives. Uh, we posted a show yesterday talking about what's going on in Eagle News, and we got some daily shots of Eagle News and lots of great fun happening here as we start moving in our podcasting. So we'll be right back in a couple seconds to meet Margaret Peterson. Welcome back. Ella, what do you think of that music? Was that a great music? Great music. Though. All right. Well, we're finally sitting here. I'm sitting here with Arnav. Say hi. Hello there. Ella, say hi. Hi. And Mrs. And Mrs. Margaret Peterson Haddix. Hello. And, and she is. And you want to move your microphone just up a little oh, bit I there? I'm sorry. There you go. That looks there. good. And uh, so, wow, we have a light blinking. See what I mean? No editing here. <laughs> things happen. Yep. Things happen. So you've had a busy day, a busy week. I have. And, I th- have. and this is your last one? Today. Today, yes. your last Today. school this for the week. This is the end of my day, and, and since it's Friday, it's and also the end of the, the last school for the week. Okay, well, that's cool. Uh, so my first question that I wanted to know was, was as we're wrapping up today, um, how has the day been? What part of the day stuck out to you? And uh, what was it like working with the students today? Yeah, it's been a great day. I've had a lot of fun. Um, I just finished doing a writing workshop yes. with kids from 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, so mm-hmm. kind of a mixture of the grade levels. Right. And it was kind of like I had said, we can have it just be all Q&A. You guys can ask me whatever you want to know about writing. Yeah. Or we can, I can give you writing exercises. And we spent so much time having question and answer. It was a lot of we, Q&A. We never got to the writing exercises, <laughs> but that's okay. What that's was okay. the, which book did they talk about the, oh, oh, they, it, or it was it, a plethora. It, it was a plethora. It was. Plethora. You like that word? Favorite words, yes. So I like to make up word. words. My wife will tell me, she told me today on the phone, she said, don't say anything stupid. <laughs> So we'll see if I can make it, make it through that. So, um, well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, so it was a fun day. Good. All right, Ellie, you're up. Okay. Um. So, where did you grow up? And tell us what kind of middle school student you were. So I grew up in. Uh, I grew up on a farm, actually, outside a small town in uh, southern Ohio called Washington Courthouse, which oh, yeah. is a very long name for a town <laughs> that's actually pretty small. And as far as what kind of a middle school student I was. I, especially at the time, would have told you that I was a very weird middle school uh. student. And I was speaking at a middle school in, I think, Canal Winchester several years ago. And I was, you know, somebody asked me a question very like that. And I said I was a very weird middle school student. And the guidance counselor came up to me afterwards and she's like, you need to stop saying that because every middle school student thinks that they are weird. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it just kind of goes with being a middle school student. So yourself as a weird why would i categorize because i was interested in things that other people were not interested in Ah, and there's Mm. nothing wrong with that you know nothing wrong with thank you thank you i wish you had been there in my middle school to tell (laughs) me that (laughs) arnav he's the best i love him he's great i love him great um all right i have number three as tell us about your family where do you live and and you already talked about where you're originally from so i guess my question to 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 expand from that was were were you around when they 
when they put in the big mall, the outlet mall, and and, and started <laughs> building there? What was that like? Well, actually, that was after I had grown up and moved okay. away, okay. Um, which probably makes me sound every bit as old as I actually I don't am. know when we it was built, when it so was. no. So, so um so at the time that they built that, I was living in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Because uh, I've lived in Indiana, Illinois, and Pennsylvania. We're at in Pennsylvania. Um, Scranton area. Oh, yeah. And, and this was before the office was yeah, very before, famous. Before so nobody knew. Like, I'd nope. say, we live in Scranton area. And they'd be like, where? And I, now I everybody say, knows it. I say it's the wrong side of the state because I'm a, I'm you're, a, I'm you're a, a Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, yeah. Pittsburgh guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Huge division, huge east and division, west yes. Pennsylvania, yeah. <laughs> but um, but anyhow, it, I was not there when it was built, but it mm-hmm. cracked me up that when I was a kid, anytime we wanted to go shopping, like serious shopping, you to come up here. We would come to Columbus, yeah. Yes, yeah. and and then suddenly they built those outlet malls, mm-hmm. and and it's not so popular now. But no. when they first built them, like everybody, everybody. was coming from Columbus area yes. to shop. Right where I grew up, we would like, meet our this family. Is so weird. Yeah, I lived in Cincinnati. We would yeah. meet there, go shop and have some dinner, and then yeah. go back our other yeah. ways. And yeah. it was just so crowded. Or like the day before thanks after Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, people, there, people were parked on the grass on seventy one. Yeah, right. right. Uh, what about your family? Tell us oh, about your family. About my family. Yeah. Um, so I am married, mm-hmm. and I have two kids who are now grown up. Um, my daughter now lives in Los Angeles, and oh. she is an epidemiologist. Uh-oh, and my cool. son is a mechanical mm-hmm. engineer, and he lives in the Boston area. And they're not wow, wow. So they went, you know, <laughs> both opposite extreme posts. ends, extreme yeah. ends, yeah. extreme ends. So they're not writers. They are not. Wow. Um, and my daughter in elementary school said that she wanted to be, and yeah. then she got to middle school, and sometimes your interests change. Yep, absolutely. And she became a total science math kid. Wow. And and my son was always like. Don't make me write. <laughs> <laughs> I think Arnav, you're up. All right, yeah. So, what are your favorite books to read, and do you have a favorite author that isn't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I wouldn't choose myself anyhow. There you go. Strangely, I know how all my books end. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, no, where's the suspense in that? Yeah. Um, so I have a lot of favorite authors. If I limit it to authors for your age group, some of my favorite authors are Christina Soonturnvot, uh, Kelly Yang, Carlos Hernandez, uh, Jonathan Stroud, Rebecca Steed. I could just go on and on and on and on. <laughs> now what about adult authors? About adult authors? I don't know that Do I really you, have a favorite. Yeah? Honestly, I read kids' books a lot more yeah. than I read adult books. They, I wish I I wish I. I just picked up reading again about a year and a half ago. My wife yells at me about all the books I bought. I have piles. But you're going to read them, right? Oh, yes. Like a TBR pile. Well, and she just laughed at me. I just bought some Christmas book at at Target because I'm into the Hallmark movies. Oh, Very much uh, looks like a Hallmark book. But, uh, you know, like I'm I'm getting better. But um, anyways, I'll ask you about that later. But uh, it's um, it's just interesting to hear about the kind of author you know yeah, who like yeah. what do you like to read yeah and i, I oh i was going to say i see all these guys reading their books the covers look amazing and the mm-hmm. stories sound mm-hmm. good but i don't have the time to read that much <laughs> arnav you're up again no, oh no whose turn oh, is no, it oh no it's ella's oh i'm sorry do you want me to be louder or move the mic down move the mic closer to you closer okay there you go. so what makes a great story when did you publish your first publish your first book and what was it and how was the publishing Wow, Ella, you are just like full of questions. I'm trying. So what makes a great story? I'll start with that one. Um, I would say that characters that you care about 
because no matter how good the story is, if you don't care about the people that it's happening to, you're it's, it's like so what? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and I I personally am a big fan of suspenseful plots. I, I really like dramatic things happening, and I I like things that maybe don't normally happen in ordinary life. That I think that's a lot of fun. And um, I, I think those are the two biggies. But kind of depending on what the book is, I'm I, I like different types of books. Sometimes I'm in the mood for a really funny book sometimes i want a book that's going to make me cry you know one of those like the hallmark type <laughs> yes, that he's yes. referring to that how do you get through one of those without crying at yeah some i either point? cry or laugh at it yeah <laughs> probably reasonable and then sometimes what i really love is a book that makes me think about things differently that you know like i have a perspective and then reading a book makes me understand that life is totally different for somebody else and and i think it's important that's one of the greatest things i think about books that they can help us become more empathetic toward people who are not us <laughs> so what was the first yeah, talk about the oh, publishing. Oh, see, I forgot it's the okay. other questions. I'm so sorry. Um, so my very first book was called Running Out of Time, and it was a book that I loved writing, but the path to getting it published was really painful. Um, that I went through this long process of sending it out and getting rejected and sending it out again and getting rejected. And being persistent is every bit as important of a quality to be an author as being able to write. I don't think I've ever heard of an author that has published their first book and didn't have to go through trial. And right. Yes. Back right. and yes. forth. Yeah. Right. Because, right. I mean, people don't know who you are. They Your writing style. Your writing or, style, stuff right. like that. So you don't know who you're going to assign to at all. Right. Well, right. and did it ever deflate you or, out, or did you ever say, this isn't for me? Oh, During I that stayed first process. cheerful and upbeat throughout, <laughs> and I am lying like crazy. Yes, nice. uh, no, it it seriously depressed me upon many yeah. occasions, <laughs> and um, and I remember that this is now it's a funny story. It didn't seem funny at the time, right? But um, I, I I would be I would get a rejection letter because mm -hmm. this is so long ago that yeah. it wasn't. Now it's email it's that fast, you get, yeah. and and you can get it at any time. But at least then, you know, it, it's only once a day that you <laughs> go get the mail, the mail, so you're only gonna get rejected once a day. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I got so many rejection letters that then I'd be depressed about that. That one day I got another rejection letter, and I'm like. I'm not even going to mention this to my husband when yeah. he gets home from work because I, you know, I, I'm sick of being depressed about it. He's sick of hearing me complain yep. about it. So I, I thought I'm just not even going to talk about it. He walks into the door. I mean, literally just walks in the door, takes one look at me and, and says, you got another rejection letter today, didn't you? Like, all he had to do was look at me, and he could tell. Now, is this is this an every time occasion? Did you ever have a book where they took it firsthand and boom? Oh, yeah. Do like you get once, more of that now? Once or? I got my first book published, yeah. it's, it's been much easier since then. And gotcha. now what happens, instead of having an entire book rejected, I, I am selling Check. ideas. Okay. So that, uh, like, I'm sending when it's when it's time for me to have a new book signed up, mm -hmm. I'm sending them a synopsis. Okay. Or, or sometimes just like a, a, brief, a brief description, yep. even, yep. and and either they say yes, we like this, um, or or maybe sometimes they'll be like, yeah, that's not it. But how about the? Sometimes I send sure. like multiple ideas, and they're like, we don't really like this, but we like this. Yeah. So that's. You know, that's a little easier to that's do. Cool. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back in a second.
Arnov, what about that break? That break uh, break music. Did that sound good? Get you ready yeah, for the it, question? Yeah, it, it was great. All the right. The music was amazing. <laughs> Who's up? Who's up? Ella? So, uh, I'm up. Oh. Okay. So, tell me about the feelings you have now that you have so many books. When you complete a book and send it into your publishers. You would think, after how many books I've written, that it might just be old hat at this point. Uh-huh. And to a certain extent, I, I have to admit, I'm not, it's not the same level of, it's all new and exciting as mm-hmm. I had with the first mm-hmm. book. But each time I finish a book and each time I'm like, this is exactly how I want it to be. And then I'm sending it in. It's such a good feeling. It, it's like, it, it's still a huge joy to get to the end of a book and to feel like it's, it's what I want to nice. say. Nice. It's, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get old here for a minute but uh, i'm going to the movie misery or the book misery oh, oh now wow. not not that he went dark i, I think <laughs> they may not even know what i'm talking about ah. but the part where he lights a cigarette and has like do you do something uh, well like i'm not going to endorse smoking right I, no I, endorsements I mean, there no, right no endorsements but, but there, I, but I don't remember what i think it was a one match in a in a in yeah, a, I don't remember what don't, it was. It's been a long time. Part. I don't but remember that part. Do exactly. you have a celebration but or or a ceremony when you go? Aha! It's done. I I no? really don't. Just live, I don't. Just I don't have job. something like that. <laughs> well, it's not that, but yeah. it's just like. I mean, I guess I'm not big on ceremony, sure, but there is sure. always that. Ah, yeah. You know that that happy <laughs> moment. Um, I, I am also thinking, this is an even older movie. I'm going even farther back than Misery. Uh-huh. There was a movie that came out in, I want to say the 80s, that was called Romancing the Stone. Oh, yeah. Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas yeah. and... Kathleen Turner. Kathleen Turner. Thank you. And she wrote kind of cheesy romance books. And at the beginning, the beginning scene, she's in her apartment and, and they kind of scan the whole apartment and the place is a wreck. <laughs> you know, there are like wadded up Kleenexes and scrump, crumpled up pa- papers and Ugh. and um, and then and then she finishes it and, and, and she looks terrible because, yeah. you know, she's, she's been writing for days or whatever. In the dark uh, for her. For I, I'm her. a little bit more like that. that yeah, okay. Sometimes what happens is, and I tend to get messier like, <laughs> as, as I'm writing, and yeah. I confine it to my office, but um, it is kind of like sometimes like that. I've just been ignoring everything around right. me because I'm so focused on the book. And then I look around, I'm like, I definitely need to clean this room. <laughs> do you get like, so it's like tunnel vision writing, and then when you get out of that, do you take take a break and then clean, or do you clean and then take a break? I, well, it, it depends, depends probably, on yeah. on how appalled I am by how bad the <laughs> office looks. Um, but it it is all these things that I have been able to tune out completely that suddenly I'm aware of them again. Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny. All right, who's up? Me. Ella, you're up? Yes. Okay, so what is your latest book, and what's it about? So my latest book is a book called Ghostly Photos, and it's part of the series called The Mysteries of Trash and Treasure, two characters named Colin and Nevea, whose parents own junk removal companies, so they've been made to work in that company. And in the first book in the series, The Secret Letters, they solve a mystery that's been lingering for 50 years. And then after that, they decide, you know, like they're kind of proud of themselves and they're like, oh, we're just going to start a business called Mystery Solvers. (laughs) And so this girl comes to them with a bunch of pictures and they are pictures that she's just moved in her new house and she's found these pictures in the attic. Oh, yeah. And she puts them down on the table in front of Colin and Nevea and it looks like it's pictures of ghosts. And Ree, the girl, is like, 
prove to me that these are not ghosts and prove to me that my new house is not haunted. Right. <laughs> but the new house that she's just moved into is a funeral home. So, you oh, know, the odds that it is so haunted smart. are pretty big. Obviously. First thoughts. Yeah. Move into a funeral home immediately. Oh, yeah. 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 How many books? I, this is live live radio yeah, here. So what, we're what, what are we hearing? What is announcements. anything we need to worry about? Oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. So keep going, Ella. How many books in that series do you plan on? How many more books in that series do you plan on? So there are going to be a total of three. Okay. And the third book in the series I've actually already written, and it is called oh, wow. The Stolen Key. Ooh. Nice. And it nice. will finish off the whole series. That's pretty cool. That's so exciting. And then oh. do you plan on, like, are you already planning on writing any more, like, book series? I am. I've actually written about 50 pages of oh. what will be my next series. Oh, nice. nice. Go. Yeah. 50 books strong. There you All go. right, Arnav, you're okay. up again, right? So talk to me about the Palace Chronicles and why each of the books are nine and seven years apart. I, I like that you looked up the publication dates and you did the math on that. Um, <laughs> that is probably not the wisest way to do a series. And partly it was I wrote the first book, Just Ella, which is a takeoff of the Cinderella story. Right. And I had a lot of fun kind of playing around with um, kind of subverting the whole fairy tale premise of it and, and giving Cinderella a lot more power of her own. And... Um, and then it was about eight or nine years later before I got the idea for the second book, Palace of Mirrors. And then it was another seven years before I thought of the third book, Palace of Lies. That is actually not <laughs> the most extreme situation that I've had of having length between books in a series. Because my very first book, Running Out of Time. That's right. That is the biggest one. The Falling Out of Time, the yeah. companion book to it That's just your, came out in yeah. May. So that was a 28-year gap. Ooh, yeah. that's a big gap. And see, gap. This, is, this is where it leads into my question. This was the one I, this was the question I, I sent. You held, huh? I, I Well, I made sure you read this one because the last time you were here, okay. I asked you about running out of time. And I don't know if you remember me or not. I, you, I'm sure you. I, I do run into a lot of teachers. Teachers and, yeah. and people, yeah. yeah so, yeah. But I do stick out like a sore thumb, my wife would say. <laughs> but no, anyways, I asked about running out of time. And I, I had, one of my favorite movies is, is M. Night Shyamalan's The Village. And it, the topics are eerily the same. It, they are very similar. And, yes. and I asked you, I don't know what it was, 10, 12 years ago. Did, did you ever have to, did they have to get permission? Like, was there, and you said to me something like, I can't talk about it. Oh. And I didn't know, like, because we talked about copyright in my first yeah, period class yeah. today. Like, was there ever, was there something you guys had to do? Did you, uh, did you care? Did you say, hey, you stole my story? So, like, um, typically, if someone makes a movie based on somebody else's mm -hmm. book, they they do need to have permission. Right. And, and generally, there's money exchanged as well. Yes, yes, yes. Um. There are also instances where, you know, two people can have similar ideas. Like it was just ha and, like and it just happened. So or. so there are there are kind of the the law about all of that. Right. And and it's not just copyright. It's the the movie rights. Yes. To that particular yes. Book. Yeah. Um, the law about intellectual property. Intellectual. Yep. Is yep. is fairly broad. Yes, it is. Because it's not meant 
to discourage creativity in gen- in general. Okay. And and some people would argue there's only so many stories under the sun. True. So there there yeah. are some people who will you know take that broad view and 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 you know I've had times where I've had an idea and then I found out that somebody, somebody else, else had a similar it idea. Did it, so yeah. so you know I can be generous about that. When the village came out, I did have lots and lots and lots of people say to Ask me, you, yeah. you know, like did is this based on your book mm-hmm. and they did not there had been no conversation no. between me and them mm-hmm. or any of my agents and them you know, like there was no approach sure. beforehand sure and i had it was a very weird time in my life i had lawyers calling yep. me out of the blue saying oh we would represent you if you want like to glory, sue. like chasers yeah oh, oh yeah. wow like yeah yeah, yeah. Like, like ambulance like chasers. ambulance chasers yeah, yeah. like yeah. and you see those commercials mm-hmm. have you been hit by yeah. a truck <laughs> we <laughs> would yep. represent yep. you <laughs> yeah yeah i didn't know there were people who are like it, has your idea been stolen for a movie <laughs> we can represent we can, you can. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the thing was i i love like i'm a movie yeah. Connoisseur. Yeah. Like, I mean, I have a whole he big movie wall right there. And I didn't think about that because Running Out of Time is one of the few kid books I read mm-hmm. when I was teaching third grade. And, at, well, that I didn't, well, when I knew that it was existed, I didn't know it existed in college. It, it, it's okay. It's but, okay. <laughs> but um, when I saw the ending of that movie, I was like, oh my gosh, like, she has. A, something to yeah. stand on yeah. here like yeah. this is this is totally what that book is at least in my opinion um i'm i haven't read it in a long time i'm gonna go back okay. i'm gonna read both of them again like i want yeah. the new one yeah see how you connected the two but i i've been itching to ask you that about that situation without going too far you know right. you're, you're, right. um about what ha- what what happened if anything ever happened yeah. about that. So. Well, I I definitely I mean I did have plenty of lawyers who were willing to represent me. Right. It, it was kind of a weird circumstance because I had before that uh, sold the option on that book to Nickelodeon. Okay. And oh. it had just expired. Oh. So so oh, the okay. movie rights reverted back to me. Yeah. So if I had decided to sue, it would have been me suing touchstone the, pitch pictures well which was or, then owned by disney oh, <laughs> oh. that's right it was and, and and you know disney's a slightly bigger corporation it's a little bigger me. yeah yeah just a bit you just just, just, just slightly bigger you that's know like, that's like the big oil companies against the little town you yeah. Know? yeah exactly yeah. and and you know i'm all for david versus goliath sure, fights sure. Yep. if it's something that i am 100% certain that I was right. wronged or that I need to correct this. In this case, I mean, I, I didn't know for sure. I mean, right. it is possible for someone to get an, another idea. And it also began to seem like if I pursued that lawsuit, it would take over my life. It would have. It, it would have t- took over your life and then you'd have to pay like a bunch of legal fees <laughs> because you're fighting against that's, Disney. That's, yeah, that's what yeah. you don't want to... You yeah, you, you, you want to I think that's an unknown that. there, and right? Actually, actually, Disney is kind of famous for yep. if you try to sue them for anything, and let's, you know, if it's not a book, but like you get hurt at Disneyland or something and you try to sue them, they will make it as unpleasant as they can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and they... And, and a lot of times in these types of legal cases, if you lose the case you have to pay the other person's legal fees. Oh, really? Yeah, and then okay. if, and then and that's Disney, that's going to be that's like cheap. millions and millions of dollars yeah. because yeah. they have so much money they can hire all the best lawyers. And wow. 
America. Yeah, I'm sure they have their 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 yeah their, they have yeah, their, their legal stable yeah, they have, they they have, have their, their stable of good lawyers that's right yeah yeah so so you can see why there were many things discouraging me from yeah. doing anything right. and I just I just kind of decided you know what just let it go I'm gonna go on with my life yeah. my life has been good since then that's good and M Night Shyamalan actually had kind of a down phase he did have a down phase there after failed that there for a while now it's coming back and, a little bit and now it's coming back and yeah. and and I wish him the best yep and, and yeah. I had been a huge I like. For for obvious reasons, I, I could not watch The Village objectively, but right. I had loved some of his earlier movies, oh, like so Sixth Sense I loved. Great. and um, Blow, Mind blown. Yeah, exactly. Signs. Signs. That was the other oh. one I was trying to think of. I These guys know nothing about what I'm yeah. talking about. We're yeah. going to take one other break, and then we're going to wrap this up. We have a couple more questions, and then, then, then we'll be good. All right, we're back, and this is a question I did not give Margaret before uh, coming here today. Uh, so, my, one of my, my favorite adult author is Stephen King, and I, I don't read all the scary stuff. I read, it's called 102263 about oh, yeah, the, traveling the, the back JFK. to JFK. Yeah. And what I did not know the first time I read it was he intertwines his characters from other books into oh. other books you know what yeah. i mean they yeah. the, the character in the in the 1022 went through Derry, which is where it was and those mm. characters and boys from stand by me was in there so when i thought of that today i thought ooh, did you ever do that with any of your books and if you didn't what would you so which characters would you intertwine so that i love this question because when i was a kid I was always imagining the characters from some of my favorite books mm -hmm. getting together. Yeah. Like, I always thought that uh, um, Anna Green Gables mm -hmm. and Rebecca Sunnybrook Farm, they would be friends. Right, you know, right. They, they would have really gotten along well. Right. Pippi Longstocking, yes. there would be lots of people she would have enjoyed hanging yeah, out yeah, with. Yeah, she would have. You know, so, <laughs> so that was something I was kind of predisposed to want to do. In my mind, <laughs> the it, I have a book called Don't You Dare to Read This, Mrs. Dunfree. And at the end of the book, she and her brother end up moving to Florida. Okay. And then I have another book called The House in the Gulf, where the main character's older, that, that the, the characters live in Florida, and the main character's older brother is working at a seafood restaurant. Okay. Yeah, and I, I've in, read that book. Read that. Yeah. Okay. So in my mind, Tish, who's the main character, and don't you read this, Mrs. Dunfrey, uh -huh. she gets to know Bran, the older brother in, in the House in, in the Gulf, see. and they, they end up working at the seafood restaurant together. together. Okay. Yeah. But I, unlike Stephen King, I did not figure out a way to put that in the book. Yes. So, you know, you could read both of those books and you don't know that. Right. But in my mind, that is that's the way it thinking. works. See, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. All right, quickly, let's get through these last couple. Yep. Okay, so what is it like to see your books on like a book sh on like a bookstore shelf or like on Amazon or on the library? Like, do you ever read the comments or have or have rule about comments from people about your books? So, so it is very cool to walk into a bookstore and, or the library or you know anywhere there are books and see even like Target. You know, yeah, sometimes Target, comes, Myers, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and it's yeah. a big deal to get your book in Target or Walmart because <laughs> those are big national contracts. Big, big. Yeah. But um, it, it's really cool, and I, I kind of never get over the thrill of that. As far as reading the comments on, like, uh, Amazon, 
authors try to avoid, avoid. that <laughs> because you know it's really great when you see nice comments but sometimes the comments are really mean mm -hmm. and and sometimes they're mean and they're not it, I mean it's one thing if it's a genuine critique but sometimes they're really mean and just like I'm going to give this book one star because it arrived 45 minutes late. Yeah. That's it's not, like, nothing that's to not do with the story. That, that's not, that's not your fault. That's yeah. Amazon's fault. Yeah, How is exactly. it? Like, that, that's just, I mean, some people are just taking it too literally. A yeah. Too much, yeah. Too and much. that has nothing to do. And it really, yeah. I mean, it really does affect, sometimes people really pay attention to, oh, wait, this is, you know, if that's, if that's, you only get two reviews and one of them is a one star because it was delivered late. You know, your average is bad. It's kind of how I am on Facebook comments anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I just don't want to read them. I mean, I have not been the target of this, but there are people who, because of their race or because of their religion or, or sometimes just because they're female or, or because they're yeah. gay, you know, like people have targeted campaigns where they are attacking those people to drive down their ratings. And that's People appalling. Yeah, nice. that's not yeah. very nice. Yeah. Not very that's, nice. That's, that's a good way yeah, That's, the bottom, that's nice. the bottom line right yeah. there. Yeah, it's the bottom line. All right, Ella. So Last cool. one, right? Okay. Tell us something that you like to do outside of writing or for fun or like with family. Yeah, um, I like hiking a lot. I, I like doing outdoorsy things. I like hiking and biking and swimming. Um, I love to travel and see new places. I like seeing movies. I like hanging out with family and friends. So that's kind of an So you pretty much do what everybody else does. You just Exactly. <laughs> Where is your favorite place to travel? There you go. Oh. Or favorite place you I, have visited. Are, yes. a, a favorite place. Well, I, I, this maybe is not lifetime favorite, but I just got back from Egypt Ooh. a couple Ooh. weeks ago. Nice. And, and that was one of those places that I was like, I would always like to see the pyramids. And, um, and, and it's funny because they're real. You yeah. know, you see them. Yeah. You see them. They're in there. It, 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 it's not real. Until it, it's real. It looks yeah. fake in like the photos. It, it looks like Photoshop. Photoshopped in. Yeah. 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 But but, but I've I've like climbed through them now, and it nice. it's really that's cool. pretty cool. Yeah. That's yeah. Nice. One place that you want to go that you haven't been. Oh, there are lots of places that I would like to go that I have. Have you ever been, been to China or Kazakhstan? I have been to China. Yep. And um, I really enjoyed being there. It yeah. was very interesting. It was also, in a lot of ways, different than I expected. Yeah. That, uh, you know, we kind of have preconceived notions about I did. things. Mm -hmm. and, and you go to some place, and it's not necessarily exactly what you think yeah. it's like. And, and that's a valuable thing about travel. It, um, it, it made me realize how big the world is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, for, for the longest time, never left Pittsburgh or Ohio. Yeah. And yeah. then I go, my children are adopted from those countries, oh, so, China okay. and Kazakhstan. So okay. you go to Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan that's, yeah. That's, yeah, I have yeah. not been that there. That was a different yeah. place, but it yeah. was beautiful in its same, in its yeah. same way. Uh, yeah. Just um, how big the world is. Yeah. Well, do you do you know if people around the world are reading your books? I do. Like outside do. of the U.S.? Because, how do you know that? Because um, my books have been translated into yeah. about 20 other languages. Okay. Oh, nice. And, and nice. so I know that. And, yeah. and every now and then I will get email from uh, other uh, countries. Uh, okay. And, and I have spoken to schools in other countries, yeah. uh, mostly virtually. Okay. But, I mean, that's really interesting yeah. to then have conversations. And, and, and I can't... I, Either Tajikistan or Kazakhstan, I have spoken to okay. a school there. Yeah. But yeah. And, and now I'm confused about which one it was. Yeah, they get, so I'm yeah. sorry. There's I'm a lot, sorry. Lot going Those stand. Yeah. No. It's hard to keep track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's it, a lot of them. It's hard to pronounce, to spell them. Yeah. It's hard to keep track of them. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, 
All right, last last question I have when I have interviews like this. How long do you think we've been talking? Baron? I have, <laughs> wait, can I look at my clock? Not my, a lot of look at it. How does it. How does it feel? Like, what's it feel like? Uh, maybe half an hour. Oh, man, you're oh, good. I want to say 10 Perfect. minutes. Thir- yeah, it feels to me like it was 12 minutes. It was just It quick. feels to me 30, like it was like 32. 20-ish. 32. 32. Oh, nice. It was a lot of fun. minute interview. I know, I know. I talk too much. Well, thank you very much. You are very welcome. Thank you very much. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you, Ella and Arnav. Uh, yes, good job, guys. thank you for supporting guys. me with yeah. my, you know, perception of <laughs> myself in middle school. And uh, we will uh, we'll see you again. Thank you so much. Okay, thank, thank you. you. Huge thank you to Margaret Peterson Haddix for visiting the Eagle News podcast studio. And a big thank you for hanging out with us all day and hanging in the district for the week at all the middle schools. That was our interview with Margaret Peterson Haddix, a part of our Eagle News podcast. If you have any suggestions for any new topics or anything you'd like us to cover, email me at jim underscore meta at OSD.us. Keep listening to the Eagle News podcast for more content. The kids are getting going. We should be producing more content in the upcoming weeks and have a great day. Have a great weekend.